Hello everyone, Katie Ganderton here, also known as Tenacious Kate, and your host of this podcast. This podcast is about being tenacious in all aspects of our lives, and there is nowhere else I would rather be. I have left my full-time career as a dental hygienist to become a stay-at-home mom with multiple residual income revenues, being a keynote speaker, and going after goals I want and living out life on my terms 10 years later, and now getting to teach that forward so that you can embody tenacity and stop staying in that comfort zone. This podcast is for you. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Rise with Tenacity podcast. My name is Katie Ganderton, also known as Tenacious Kate. I am excited for another week of an, another amazing guest. Today, we have Shelly Burnett with us. And you guys, just getting to talk with her, you're going to love the energy, the um, the friendliness, like the girl next door um, personality. Um, if you are new to joining us on this podcast, I want to share with you the goal of the podcast here is to really shine a light on the stories that are told here in this podcast and, and truly how it can help anybody overcome, um, their struggles, their frustrations, um, the roadblocks that they might be facing through one of our guests stories or something that they can relate to. So if you maybe are connecting with one of our guests, if you know somebody that a guest you know, relates to someone that you know, please make sure that you share this podcast with them and that you, um, and reach out to our speakers, reach out to our guests on this show, because we're all about sharing the wealth with each other and connecting. Cause I think throughout this entire podcast, one thing I could take away is that we want everyone to succeed. And so that happens with connection. It happens with collaboration. And our goal is to do just that and build those friendships. So um, without further ado, I'm, let me introduce our guest today, Shelly. Shelly is, uh, she specializes in a mentoring impact, driven women make a difference in the world with their gifts via entrepreneurship, faith, and purpose. She is a six-figure multi-business owner. Um, her flagship business, Thrive Sisters Co., exists to help women stop settling and start thriving in life um, and business. She's coming from London, England, as a competitive ice skater. She learned early on the skills to overcome adversity and developed ways to achieve goals, which still lead her in her businesses today. She started coaching at the age of 15 years old and has been passionate about guiding women to develop their potential. Um, and through her coaching and wellness businesses, she teaches ambitious women to maximize their passions and purposes to be their own boss, create time and financial freedom so that they can live and work from anywhere in the world doing what they love. So Shelly, welcome to Rise with Tenacity. I'm so glad that you're our guest today. Thank you, Katie, for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I absolutely love this topic and what you were describing, you know, overcoming with tenacity. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I did, it just kind of came to me. I'm like, this is exactly what we talk about as business owners. You've seen it. You have to, it's like you have to rise through all the obstacles, but it was like, what? what's that word, right? Like, what is it? And tenacity just hit me. So I'm so excited you're here. And I really love your background because I, I feel as though our future comes from a little bit of our past, you know, and, and what we have to grow through or go through. Um, and with you talking, talking about your history of ice skating and, and how it has taught you some of the skill sets, some of the disciplines, those kinds of things, you know, a lot of the times we want to look at the future, but sometimes we've got to look at like, well, how did we get to where we are today through the past? And so I really want to dive right in and know where did all of 
all of this start from you to where now you have multiple businesses? Where did it all start? Uh, it started from the bottom. <laughs> it literally and figuratively started from the bottom. Um, I grew up in Europe. I was born in England, um, you know, born to a middle class family, went to some private schools um, as a kid, but started traveling really at a young age. We would travel to Switzerland, Italy, France. So I started to see, you know, different uh, communities and cultures, and I was exposed to a lot as a young age, and I, and I really love that. I think that's really definitely uh, part of my story. Is it also planted seeds of I think why I love why I love people so much because I you mentioned it, you know, um, connection and collaboration. Um, I know people that have not traveled, and and you know I see the difference. Um, so I'm all, I'm an advocate for getting out there and seeing the world because I think it really opens our eyes to what's possible. But uh, yeah, I grew up in London, um, England, Italy, traveled a lot. I was very much into sports. I think that was probably my <laughs> my first addiction was winning at sports. I loved it because, you know, I was what you would call um, a shy girl, you know, as a young age, I was I was kind of like uncomfortable in my own skin as a girl. And the one place that I excelled or at least felt comfortable was in sports. And so I really gravitated towards that. And, you know, it really was the foundation. I think anyone that has been in sports can really relate to that. It was the foundation that really helped me then and definitely helps me now in everything that I do. Um, but yeah, sports in Europe, that was kind of like my first, my first, um, stepping stone. And I love what you said, Katie, you know, the part about, you know, learning from the past. I'm, I really believe that one of my favorite phrases is, you know, we live our life forward, but we understand it backwards, you know, and it's in hindsight. Um, and I, uh, one of my, friend of mine that I know said that once and it really resonated with me because I really think it leaves clues you know and in all those places where you think that maybe you failed or you haven't accomplished something or things didn't work out the way that you wanted to them there's always nuggets of you know learning and I think one of the things that growing up in Europe and the school system that I was in I'm a mother of two daughters and they were born here in the United States and went to schools here, but I don't, at least in, in those, in those school systems, I think there's a lot that's missing in, in what we teach our kids. And so, you know, growing up back then in the eighties, you know, late seventies, eighties, um, you know, things as far as like entrepreneurship and those type of things were not taught. And I, you know, not maybe they are a little bit more now, but definitely not back then. So we had to learn through grit and tenacity. A hundred percent. And I, I honestly feel like they're not taught to the degree that they need to be taught even today. Um, you know, 100% because yeah, we didn't, I didn't learn about any of that stuff. You know, no. we didn't learn about that stuff. It was just kind of like, you know, your basic stuff that you still don't use to this day but you use your skills for entrepreneurship. You use relational skills. You use your banking skills. Like there's just things that I feel 
Yeah, I'm a hundred percent with you on that. And I think, um, I love what you said about, we live our life forward, but we understand it backwards. Like that's such a great way to put that it's, it's because it's true. And I, I think a lot of the times, like if we have listeners on that are pro- probably like that victim mentality of, oh, this happened to me. So this is why I am the way I am, or, oh, this happened to me. Cause so, so I can't do this because this was my past in, in a sense. And I think, um, speaking to that, it's like, that might've happened to you in the past, but you have an opportunity to break the mold and you have the opportunity to, um, rewrite your past and change the trajectory. Um, you know, and I think that to your point of letting it be your hindsight, it's like, you don't have to continue walking in those steps. Like it, and it, and in business, it takes time. You know, I can guarantee you Shelly didn't make it to where she is overnight. It takes the time to be able to develop into the person you need to become by persevering in through all of those challenges and what you have to go through in order to, um, be able to talk about it, right. To be able to turn around and teach somebody, Hey, if I did this, like, so can you, um, you don't have to live in that mentality. And, and what do you think about that, Shelly? Yeah, I'm a hundred percent with you on that one. And, you know, I'm a huge proponent for mindset and the lack of, you know, teaching mindset. I, so often we don't know what we don't know. Um, And we have all these blind spots and that definitely was my journey. And it was through the struggles that I went through. Um, At the time when you're going through it, it feels and appears like the last thing that you want to be going through, you know, and, you know, like I said, you know, looking back today, I can actually say I'm grateful for them. Now, do I want to go through some of those again? No, (laughs) but I can definitely, you know, use them today and do. And one of the ways that I feel like they're now an asset to me is sharing them with other people. And especially for women, you know, like I just have a heart for women. Like I said, I'm a mother of two girls. They're grown now, but I think, you know, through my own struggles as a woman that are specific often to a woman, um, I've learned so many things, especially in the past, past like 11 years. Um, you know, I was thinking about last night, you know, going in school, we learn these different skills, you know, that we're taught and, you know, then when you add them to the way, you know, your life that you're growing up in, your home, your family, those things, right? And you become this person and then you have the society and, and cultural influences to your life. And I remember, um, I remember thinking that I had to go get a job. I didn't, I started college. I went back to Europe when I, I went back to London when I was like 17, 18 and went to college, but I didn't finish college. And I remember um, when I came back to the States, I had finished skating and I was like, okay, now what I'm going to do with my life? Well, I thought, well, I, I go get a job, right? You go get a job. And I had this mindset, I think in the back of my mind, you know, that I hadn't finished college and that I didn't have so a career, so to speak. And so I definitely was a little bit lost for a long time. And I really think, you know, even if you did go to college and you did get a particular type of degree or you went down a particular path, I think so often going back to the part where we're not really taught 
mindset. We're not really taught what our purpose and passions are or how to bring that out. Um, we find ourselves on a path or we find ourselves in a place or we find ourselves in a career or a job or a relationship that we, you know, we kind of look around and we're like, well, how did I get here? And I don't actually like where I'm at. And that was definitely a reoccurring theme in my life because, you know, I left home at a very young age. I moved when I was 14 years old to the States. I went home to my parents. I had an opportunity to come to the States to train with the Dallas, at the Dallas Cowboys Center in Texas. And they had a, an Olympic size arena and they were offering like a summer program. And I remember going home to my parents you know, talk about tenacious. I went home to my parents. I didn't ask them if I could go. I announced I was going <laughs> 14 years old, you know, and they were like, oh, really? How, how, and, and, and who's paying for this? And how are you going to fly there? Like, and I, and I was, but I just had such a, um, I had such a passion and a belief for the sport that I was in at the time, but yeah, you know, and then coming here and going through the journey I went when I finished and skating and I was looking to, what am I going to do with my life? I kind of followed the path of what I thought I was supposed to do. And, you know, I got married, I had kids, but I didn't really have, you know, a career, so to speak. And through a series of events, I um, was on a journey discovering really who I, who I was. And it wasn't until several years later, I actually read a book. I came across a book that I always say, sparked something in me that changed the trajectory of my life and ever since then I always remember this book with with um you know with a with a with a love and a passion but it's a book by the founder of Tom's Shoes and it's called Start Something That Matters and it's his story about how he went on vacation I think he was in like South America and he saw how these people had no shoes and he decided to come back and he was going to start this social entrepreneurship company where they were going to give away I don't know if you remember the shoes where they you buy one they give one they yes. donate and everyone told him you're insane that like you can't do that you're not going to make any money and um when I read that book it was just so impactful to me because I feel up until that moment I had been searching for something that was mine and, and an identity and all these other things and not really having a true identity and who I was and what I wanted to do, what my passions were. And so I just encourage, you know, your listeners to um, wherever they're at on their journey and however old they are or young they are, you know, there's no right time, you know, you're not too young, you're not too old, you're not too anything, you know? And um, I think for me, some of the, the key aspects that have changed my life for the better and put me on a path that gives me passion and purpose was really discovering, um, you know, what mattered to me, you know, not what I thought I should be, not what kind of work I was supposed to do, just really discovering like, what am I good at? What do I love to do? And I had no idea um, that you could actually monetize your skills. You know, that even if you didn't go to college or even if you had gone to college and were on a particular path and maybe you're an attorney or maybe you're a doctor or maybe you're a nurse or maybe you're an esthetician, whatever this, you know, maybe you're a business owner. At any point, you can stop and pause and look at, you know, what is it that actually makes me happy? 
you know, what is it that I want to do in the world? What, what impact do I want to have? And I, and I feel like there's a lot of women out there that really want to make a difference in the world. Oh, oh my gosh. Impact. That's a powerful word. It's, and I think with making like the words that resonate with me is impact. And then when you're saying like, what makes, what makes you happy? Because with what makes you happy, if you're listening, like what makes you happy? Because when you can work towards that happy, then like they say, you don't work a day in your life because you really enjoy what you're doing and you really are on purpose for, um, your passion and on fire to like make that change, no matter how big or small it is, it's impacting somebody, um, you know, in a, in a way that's not only going to be impactful for you, but whatever that vision or mission is that you have. And, um, oh, so good. So, so good. I love that. All right. Our, my next question to you is, um, we're going to talk about some challenges, right? Because we're talking about tenacity here and we couldn't have a podcast if we don't talk about some of this ick, yuck, not fun stuff, right? So let's talk about, you know, we're, we're going to go big right now and then we're going to hone in. So big scale, what is the greatest struggle? And you can talk about one business, you can talk about the entirety of it, but the greatest struggle in business that you have had um, in overall and how did you overcome it? Hmm. I think getting started and was initially the biggest challenge I had and, you know, discovering and believing in what I had within me already was something of um, influence, right? I think it's important to realize that our stories have purpose, our stories have power in them. And I feel like there lies the clues as to what I can do or what we can do as far as a business, you know, whether it's whatever that looks like. I think the biggest challenge was I didn't know where to start. Um, and so when I read that book, Start Something That Matters, it gave me that initial spark. It it, it resonated with me. Like, I didn't want to just exchange time for money. Like, I'd done that. I'd worked the corporate world. Actually, at the time, the funny thing is, at the time that I read that book, I was uh, managing a really well-known, famous restaurant out of New York, but it was in Miami. And I was working like this insane amount of hours. And I had a team I was managing and it was just juggling all the things. And, you know, it wasn't that I wasn't working hard. I was working insanely hard, a lot of hours, you know, a lot of responsibility, but I wasn't making hardly any money at all. And I say that because I look around all the time and I see it's not a matter of people don't work hard. There's so many people that work insanely hard, harder than I work (laughs) and are not, you know, financially free. And, you know, that was my story. And when I read that book, um, it just, it just changed it for me. And the biggest challenge then was finding a path, you know, okay, I want to do something. I, I, I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to be exchanging time for money. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to work hard, but I want to do something bigger. I want to have, do something that has purpose and finding out what that was, was a huge challenge. Um, and so, you know, my advice on that one is find a mentor, <laughs> find someone that has done not necessarily what you've done, but or what you want to do, but 
have done something where they've overcome things, where they've accomplished things, find a mentor, find a coach, find somebody that's going to, that's going to pour into you, or at least you can learn from. So I, you know, in the beginning I was listening, you know, I'm an avid reader. I read just a lot of books. I was listening to, you know, podcasts. I was listening to Tony Robbins. I was listening to all kinds of things, just trying to find my way. So I think initially that was the biggest challenge is just trying to find my way in the world um, and discovering, you know, what was I really good at that I actually wanted to do every day mm-hmm. and how could I monetize that? So discovering all of that was really the biggest challenge. And I think, you know, since then over the past 11 years is, um, you know, staying true to believing that it's going to work out you know, the perseverance, so many people quit, you know, so many people quit on their dreams. And that is just one thing that just breaks my heart. My biggest passion in life and in business is, you know, watching and helping people thrive. And I just love that word thrive, you know, thrive in all areas of their life. But I really believe that they overlap, you know, in relationships, in business, Um, in family, in parenting, in just, it all just overlaps. And so I think, you know, one of the biggest challenges that I did have was, you know, not really, really understanding who I was. And I feel like a lot of women, they can have a lot of success, but still feel, you know, a lot of uh, doubt, you know, insecurity about what they're doing. And, we try to live up to what society tells us we're so supposed to do and how we're supposed to be and what that's supposed to look like. Right. And, you know, we get lost and I, and I did, I got lost. And so the, you know, the challenge over the years has really being authentic and true to what I love to do and helping people using my skills. Um, and it, it's been a challenge, you know, but one of the things I think that really has helped me was, Um, saying yes to opportunities when I didn't know how I was going to do it. And I don't know if it's really Richard Branson, but I heard it was Richard Branson (laughs) said this quote and um, you know, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But one of the things he said was, you know, say when the opportunity knocks, say yes and figure it out along the way. That has been the scariest thing, overcoming that fear of, you know, not, being sure and wanting, wanting to, you know, be sure that something's going to work out and, and just being okay with leaning into the ambiguity of that and, and not knowing how things are going to work out, but just trusting that if I'm, you know, showing up to life with integrity and purpose and having a servant heart for other people and, you know, being authentic, that it will over time work out. Oh, just not easy. (laughs) It, it, what well, it is hard because you're, you really are, um, you know, and it, to our listeners, this is that part of like, you're stepping on faith, you know, yeah. because you don't see what you're walking on and you really are just putting that, that hope out there. And I will say, you know, God isn't, it's not hopeless. Like that's not the, the way he works. It's like, no, there's hope. And that's what he does. And that's the faith. And that's, you know, trusting in that. And, um, I, it is, I think Richard Branson that did say that is it like leap or jump and then figure it out, you know, yeah. kind of thing, because 
everything is figure outable. And I, and, you know, through all of our guests here on the podcast, you can see that from everything. And, um, you know, my, my quick little story is I, when I started in network marketing, oh my gosh, I was, um, 16 or 17 years old where you had to have a parent sign because you legally, you couldn't do it. My parents told me no. And so what I ended up doing is I actually had a friend of mine's parent sign, do it for me because I was, I was so determined to get, to get in and do this. Um, I borrowed the money. I didn't have the money for it. It was a water filtration company. I didn't have the money for it, but I knew there was something about owning something myself and having control over something myself that I was like infatuated with. And I just thought this is such a cool concept because I have worked since I was 14 years old, you know? So when you come to this and it's like, oh my gosh, this is really neat. Everybody told me no. And my best friend's dad was like, I had worked at his restaurant and he's like, okay, well, yeah, I'll do this, but I'm going to take this out of your check. We're going to figure it out. So I did, I went to the bank. I got it all figured out. It wasn't easy, but that's how bad I wanted it. I was determined to figure out a way to make it happen that I had the opportunity at my fingertips to be able to do with it what I so chose. And I didn't want to hear the answer. No, from anybody else. I was going to make it a yes, you know, and, and I think that's when we get stuck in our, in our mindset, like you're talking about, often we hear no, or we get some pushback or we, you know, we get a little of that friction that makes us uncomfortable. And that's where it's, we kind of, you see the arms go up or we see people back off the pedal, or we see that that's just like, you know, Oh, someone's talking about me. Someone's thinking about me. Someone's telling me no, or they're judging me instead of leaning into that and saying, well, it's not meant to be comfortable. It's meant to grow you and grow that backbone so that you can then turn and show up to these other people like you need to. So, oh my gosh, I love, I love your story so much. Love it. So let's talk about a current challenge. Like what's a current challenge that you have, we'll say current within the last like three to six months that you, or maybe even more current that you're facing right now. And how are you like, how are you working through it? Cause it may not be complete yet. Yeah, totally. Um, well, like I said, I have a couple of businesses and, um, one of the things that happened this year, and I think everybody can relate to this, so I'm going to share it with you. Uh, January of this year, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune. And again, here's a perfect example of something that initially I thought, oh my gosh, this is something, you know, you, it's something negative, right? It's right. Oh my gosh. And um, there's always something good in everything that happens. And I, I have um, a private chef business here in Palm Beach. Um, it's just, it's one of my businesses. And I remember um, I was in the kitchen. I love to cook. It's one of my passions. And, and I, I was in the kitchen and I was cooking and I thought I had this moment of clarity where I was like, wow, you know, I don't know if this autoimmune is going to get worse. I knew nothing about it. But it sparked in me this moment of, you know what, I really want to reevaluate my life and see what this next season is going to look like and how can I put in place things to guide it as much as I possibly can on the path, you know, of what I want. And I had to get a better clear vision of what I wanted over the setting goals, you know, what I wanted over the next year, the next three years, next five years. And so I decided to start another business <laughs> because, you know, two wasn't enough. It's what um, we do as entrepreneurs, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, um, I would say the current challenge has been 
um, managing my time. You know, because I I started this new business back in in February, and it's just been such a blessing, and it's a beautiful um, solution for people in their health and also helping them in their finances. And so it's been just managing my time. I found, you know, that I was looking for something more that that moment of, wow, you know, my health might not go well, or it's not necessarily where I want it to be. It did spark that, well, you know, what do I want to do? You know, what, what changes can I make? And it's, just took me down that road of I wanted to create another business that allowed me to have a little bit more time freedom. And um, it's, you know, just managing my time, it has been a little bit of a challenge. But, you know, I think the one thing that I want to share with people is no matter what the challenges that you're going through right now, I have always in the past recognized my um, propensity to perfectionism and procrastination in wanting to get ready to get ready, right? Like, and I know a lot of people can relate to that. And it's not, it hasn't come from a place, luckily, you know, I've done a lot of the inner work. Um, it hasn't come from a place of not believing that I was capable or worthy of or could make it happen. It was just, you know, that perfectionism of wanting it to be perfect, wanting it to be great. And so I think the challenge now with juggling all the the balls in the air that I have with with my time and all of my commitments has just been, you know, being okay with it not being all together and just taking my hands off the reins and trusting God that, like I said, if I just show up and do my best and I'm in integrity and I'm helping other people that it does work out. And, um, you know, being okay with the with the with the things not being in the moment necessarily the way that I think it should be, and letting go of the control of that. Um, yeah, so that's kind of been where I've been at lately. But it's you know I love it all. It's just being able to work for myself and then help other people find um, what it is that they love to do and what it is that they want to do. Um, you know, always is greater than whatever challenges I'm going through. So I think finding purpose greater than ourselves is what often can pull us through those challenging times. Um, For me to just work a job and make a lot of money isn't enough for me. I have to have something bigger than myself that in those times when things are challenging, Mm -hmm. uh, push me and pull me through because it's, you know, it's, it's so much bigger than me. And that's where I like to come from because it's easy to get stuck in our own head about whatever we've got going on in our lives, those challenges and just having um, other people in my life that I'm coaching, mentoring, sharing with, helping, just collaborating with, whatever that might look like, um, you know, gives you a greater purpose. And, you know, for me, I, I think to encapsulate that whole journey coming from a young girl in Europe and coming here and all the things that I walked through is, you know, for me, my faith has been the thing that has kept me going and, you know, believing in something higher and greater than myself and realizing that my purpose is to, you know, help other people, Um, you know, Success doesn't mean anything if, unless you share it, 
right? It, it, it just doesn't. To me, it doesn't. It's like whatever success you might have, it, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't unless you're sharing it with other people. Um, and whether it's financially, whether it's your, your lessons, whether it's your wisdom, whatever that might look like, sharing your success is what gives it purpose, what gives it meaning, what, what really gives it fulfillment. And um, so just persevering, you know, through the challenges and believing um, that no matter where you're at, no matter what, you know, it's like when I was ice skating, I would fall on my butt so many times and that ice was really hard. We were talking about that. And it wasn't until I, I literally remember having this moment where I've been trying this jump and it was just not working and I was falling and I was falling and I was falling. And I remember having this aha moment and I was like, what if you just learn how to fall, you know? And I literally attempted it with a different mindset and a different attitude and said, it's okay to fall. And I learned how to fall. And the second that I learned how to fall, when I went to do it again, it was like I took off with a different attitude. I was all in. I was committed to the jump and it changed, you know? So I think, you know, the, one of the biggest challenges is believing that failure is failure. It really isn't. It's just learning. And um, it's all about mindset and faith for me and, and having purpose and just sticking to that, you know, sticking to your values and your beliefs that will and, and getting around people that can help you when you have those days when you, you don't believe because we're humans and we do. Um, so, you know, collaborating with people, mentors, whoever it might be, people that are going to support you is uh, always going to help you through those challenges. Oh, such good nuggets, you guys. I hope you are listening to this. Like, absolutely amazing nuggets. I have notes galore over here. And I think you know, having that purpose is really, it's, it does, it's what drives you and it, it's going to change as you continue to evolve and grow in your businesses and in life, as you hit different phases of life, like whether, you know, if you, maybe you're a new mom and you have babies at home on your hip, you know, maybe the kids have now gone to school and your life looks differently. Your purpose may shift and vision may shift and goals might shift and, or maybe the, you're, they're out of the house and you have other things like, so just knowing that the purpose is always you, it's, it's, you can pivot it. And I think some people don't like to pivot. It's scary for change, but you know, it's, it's also a good thing because it kind of shakes things up. It makes you reevaluate things. It makes you look at things as to what you want, you know, like Shelly was saying, and, you know, speaking of like goals, I know you have your goals and, and, and to help people, how are you keeping that at the forefront of your mind, as far as like your dream and how are you keeping that at your forefront of your mind? What are you using? What tools or what are you doing? Yeah. Um, I got really clear on what matters to me. And it, like I said, it had to be bigger. It had to have a purpose that included other people. Um, Cause in those days when I want to quit and I'm tired and, you know, I'm like, this is too much. Um, I realized that it's bigger than me. And uh, so that really helps me keep it at the forefront. And another thing that um, really shifted for me in the past year was giving myself permission to want what I want and letting go of, you know, maybe other people's opinions or being attached to what I think people might think about what I do. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people, a lot of women that I talk to have kind of that in the back of their mind often, you know, we have labels that we've labeled ourselves with 
along the years, whether it's, you know, being a mom or, or a wife or whatever that might look like. And with those labels, sometimes come these limiting beliefs. And so really just letting go of how I think things should be. And then just really sitting down and saying, okay, what is it that I want my life to look like? What matters to me? What are my values? And, and writing them down. Um, I really believe that um, putting pen to paper is a spiritual practice. And, you know, because life gets busy, I need to have, like I have here on my wall, I'm always writing things on my mirrors, on my walls, in my car, on my phone. Like I have to have a constant reminder of the vision of what I'm trying to do while I'm here on this earth. And, you know, sometimes it's just as simple as, you know, getting up in that day and doing the simple things of life. It doesn't always have to be this huge, you know, purpose-filled accomplishment. It can be sometimes just the day-to-day getting things done and keeping it simple. Um, yeah, I, I just, this year, giving myself permission to want what I want and being authentic about that and really having um, strong values and beliefs and not being afraid to share what those are. And, you know, I think that comes back to just having a willingness to lean into your authenticity and being vulnerable often, you know, laying down the walls, like I said, of, of worrying about what other people think, because I think a lot of women do. Mm-hmm. And um, believing in ourselves. Um, I think the the one thing that I would say changed my life um, about eleven years ago was I had a moment. I was I had a moment. I was at a hotel in Miami, and I just had this moment where I don't know if you've ever had this where time just kind of stops, and you have like that that moment that aha moment. And I had this moment where I, I realized that, you know, Tony Robbins has this thing that he said years and years ago that I heard him say that always stuck with me. And he said that everybody has a blueprint of how they believe their life should look. And, you know, sometimes the further away that we get from this blueprint of how we think our life should be, Um, can often create anxiety, disappointment, sadness, and the further away we get from that. And I had this moment at this hotel, I was out by the pool, and I just thought, you know, my life at that time just was a lot different than I wanted it to be. And I I just had that moment where it was like God spoke to me and said, you know, I knew that I was created for more. And I believe that a lot of people know that in their heart and their spirit, they they're created for more and you get to decide what that more is and giving yourself permission to own that. And, um, you know, identity has been a huge thing for me, letting go of what I, like I said earlier, what I think I should be, how I should be, what I should do and getting clear on my identity in my relationship with, you know, my faith and God has changed that's where I come back to I come back to my identity in God and and what I believe he created me to be and I do it so imperfectly but you know that's the human condition and um but really getting clear on who I am in the eyes of God and what he wants me to do out in the world um and knowing that I'm going to follow my face (laughs) and it's okay 
you know, and just get it, you know, be willing to get back up. Cause when you do have a purpose that's bigger than you, that's what I'm able to keep at the forefront that keeps me going in those times when I don't want to. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I definitely took, I, I mean, I have notes from this too. And I just, man, I love, I love every piece of that. And I think, you know, if you're listening right now, I know some of the things that women face in owning a business. Um, yeah, a lot of shame, like they're shaming. Um, if you, if you look somewhere else, or if you add something to, and, you know, I know both of us, you know, are run multiple businesses and we, we, we do, there's affiliate stuff. There's all these different things. And I feel like we've gotten in this habit of shaming somebody for doing what they feel is best for them and their family and the way that they are owning up their authentic self. And for some reason, I feel like that's some, and I don't know why I needed to say that, but it just kind of came down of like, I need to discuss that because I just feel as though that's something that I'm seeing a trend of. Um, and we need to be grateful that's that a woman is owning up to her choices is owning up to the decisions of wanting to, um, advance herself entrepreneurial or wanting to collaborate with other people, wanting to build something more because they feel as though they're made for more, or maybe there's something else of a connection that's coming to them. Um, and they can help additional people in other avenues, right? Whether it be their family and friends or somebody else to get healthy or whatever that looks like. And I just, I don't know if you're seeing it all, Shelly, but I feel like that's something that I'm seeing is um, we're not being grateful for having those people in our lives for the moment that they've been in our life, you know, and what we've been able to take away from that person, you know, because I do think sometimes relationships are um, seasonal, you know, and they might be, you, you give and you take from somebody maybe for a season. Some people are there for longer than other people are, but always having grace and gratitude for what we have learned from that person, what we've taken from that person, what we've given to that person and not putting shame upon something that truly doesn't even affect that other individual. And I don't know, what are your thoughts on that? Or what are you thinking? Are you seeing that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, what I've learned over the years is everybody's got an opinion and, (laughs) and they're entitled to it and that's okay. And um, being okay with that and learning how to, you know, just understand that not everybody's going to think like you and that's okay. And that's the way it's meant to be because everybody's different. Um, and again, coming back to what matters to you, what's best for you, what you believe, you know, your purposes in this life and um, the people that love you, um, the genuine people that love you will love you regardless. And, you know, we all have a path to walk and we don't know who or what that's going to look like. Um, but I believe, uh, you know, I don't, for a long time, I, I did not give myself permission, like I said, to think that it was okay for me to, to be successful financially. I had this financial identity and it came from, you know, my experiences through life. I, I had adopted this identity with finances that it was hard. I had this, I had this, I had this idea that making money was hard for me. And I think it goes back to a little bit of, you know, whatever those stories I had and the labels I'd given myself and, um, you know, breaking free of the limiting beliefs that we have, you know, are just, they're they're life-changing and I I think that 
my biggest frustration, and it comes from learning that that was my way of living, is that so many people are living, you know, using 10% of their potential. And, you know, what would happen if we're just, we're talk, let's just talk about women, right? Like what would happen if the women of this world were functioning in their potential because they took the lid off who they believed themselves to be, what they thought was possible and what they could contribute to their families, to themselves, to the community, to, you know, I really believe that, you know, financial abundance in the hands of women changes our community. We're nurturers by nature and we multiply what you put in our hands. And so when I'm creating financial abundance through my work, whatever that might look like, when I say I, I mean you, I mean we, right? When we do that, um, it takes the limits off of what is possible. And I had to recognize that I had not given myself permission to do that. But when I did, when I finally broke through that, it, you know, everything changed. I said yes to opportunities. Like I said, I said yes to opportunities that I didn't necessarily know how I was going to do. I didn't even necessarily know that I was qualified for, but I said, I'm going to figure it out along the way. And um, I think so many women are, you know, sitting there and, and it, you know, even really successful women, and you get to define what success looks like for you. It's a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I don't believe, you know, success is just about having money. Success is about how you define that for your life based mm-hmm. on your own values, your purpose. Um, but I do feel like, you know, yeah, everybody's going to have an opinion about everything. It doesn't matter what you do. So you might as well just do what, what you love <laughs> and right. go out there and, and, you know, live this life to your, to your fullest potential and thrive in all areas of your life. And, you know, you get to define what that looks like for you and the people around you. And, um, you know, I try not to burn bridges because, you know, my opinion of you and your opinion of me is irrelevant. You know, the only opinion that matters is God's. And that's, you know, if I feel like I'm doing my best to function in that capacity, then, you know, that's all you really can ask for. Right. Yeah. Oh, perfectly put. Perfectly put. I love that. Um, okay. So for the audience, that's brand spanking new. Or, it's, or I'll say brand new, but I'm also want to, I want to implement stuck because I feel as though in, in our industry or in the network marketing industry, there's kind of been this, like in the last two years, we've had this like lull happen. And so a lot of people are feeling stuck and there's frustration. So a new person or stuck person, what is your biggest tip of advice that you would like to share with them? Hmm. Um, start now. Don't wait start now, do it messy, you know, find people, mentors, anyone that has done what you want to do. Um, I've never been able to win a competition in, in, in competitive ice skating without having my coach help me. And I'm the one that had the skills, but I needed someone to bring out the best in me. So, you know, my tip would be find, seek out those people that 
have what you want. And I'm not talking about, you know, the material things. I'm talking about that have the characteristics of what it is that you believe is going to help you and be teachable, be coachable, learn and start now. Don't wait. Um, you, you have more ability in you, you know, specifically maybe for the, for the newer person, just because you haven't done anything before doesn't mean that you won't be great now. And your greatness comes through being willing to take action, you know, action, action. I've wasted, and I think a lot of people have, we, we think so much and what really is important, what really gets us to our goals is taking the action, but as being willing to take messy action, mm -hmm. not having it all together. But, you know, what I think is, well, the learning curve gets easier and faster and, and compounded when we find people that have done what we want and have what we want or, you know, their characteristics, their values, they're, they're out there in the world. And you'll be amazed at how many people want to help you, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and ask for help. Ask for help. You know, people want to help. Um, I've been blessed with, you know, people that have helped me my whole life. And um, there are people out there that want to help you succeed. Absolutely. You don't have to do it alone. <laughs> you don't have to do it alone. No, no, never. There's always somebody that's got a helping hand for sure. Um, okay. So then let's see here before we get into our um, flash, our lightning round, where can people find you on social media so that they can connect? I spend most of my time on Facebook. Um, I, I just, I love to write and I've been writing on there for years and I've just, you know, built a community of people on Facebook. I spend a little time on Instagram, but mainly on Facebook, you can find me at Shelly Burnett on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, I just, it's amazing. I was literally talking to a gentleman this morning who, uh, found me on Facebook, him and his wife. And, um, yeah, we got on a call. He reached out, we got on a call. It was just so serendipitous you know it's just like when we were saying how social media can be used for such greatness and i i have people that i've connected with that, that i've worked with that i've been mentored by all over the world and um so yeah facebook i love facebook but you know whatever works for you um there's a lot of opportunity to connect with people in the world but if, I'd love to connect with anybody that, that wants to connect and they can find me on Facebook. Absolutely. You guys, and we will have her information. We'll have Shelly's information in the show notes as well, but go find her, give her a follow, send her a, a message about how awesome her podcast was today. And, um, just connect again. We want to see you succeed. And that's the entire purpose of what this podcast is, is to show you that the normal person by authenticity and tenacity can do amazing things. And so, um, all right, let's dive into our lightning round. Um, what is your favorite book? And I, I don't know if it's the one you listed, but it might, and it might be, but what's your favorite book? Oh my goodness. That's a tough one. Um, I didn't, I literally didn't watch TV for like 10 years. So all I did was read, uh, I would have to say first, the Bible is my favorite book. Second to that, um, Purpose Driven Life is a really good one that I love. I think it's just so full of nuggets of how to live life. And um, actually have, where, I have a book over here. It's, um, 
can't remember the name of it now, but it's by Gay Hendricks. It's, um, what is the name of that book? The, the something leap. I can't remember. The big, I can't remember. Leap. The big leap, something like that. I was going to yeah. say, I'm like, I was just reading that one. I like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. It's Gay Hendricks. And he talks about, you know, that, that limit that we limit ourselves. We always come hit up against it. And, um, I'm all about my, my purpose and my passion is helping people thrive and break through those limits. So yeah, that's a great book, but yeah. Number one would be the Bible. <laughs> Love it. Couldn't agree more. All right. How about what is your favorite food? Oh, you're talking to a, a chef. So, um, <laughs> <I know. laughs> anything that has sauce. I'm a sauce queen. I love sauce. So awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love it. My, my kids would love that because they love the saucy stuff. So yeah. all right. How many hours of, of night uh, of sleep do you get a night? I would say seven. I need my sleep. Yeah. I, That's, I, good, though. That's not too much. It's not too yeah. little. That's like a good heavy medium. All I don't right. Well, with less sleep. <laughs> I, I know I'm kind of that grouch monster. All right. Married and have kiddos. I know we talked about you have girls. Yeah. Um, I was married. We um, actually are really good friends. He's remarried. We've been divorced for like 20 years or maybe, maybe a little less than that, but yeah, I have, um, a 26 year old daughter. Actually, she just turned 27. She'll kill me if I say she's 26 uh, <laughs> and then my 20 year old. Yeah. And she, uh, one of them's here in Florida and the other one just moved to Boston, but yeah. Oh, so exciting. Oh my gosh. Okay. And then last one is what's one thing you would tell your 20 year old self. Stop settling. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't think we've had that one yet. Stop settling and don't compromise. Oh, I love it. Love, love, love it. All right, you guys. Well, this was our guest, Shelly Burnett today. You guys, lots and lots of amazing nuggets in here. I would put this on repeat for sure. Um, I just, I do. I love the wisdom that's come from it. I think has been fantastic. Um, so make sure that you go find her on Facebook, send her a message, connect. Um, but you guys, and again, if you are, if you're trying to figure out what type of business works for you, because not all businesses are the same. Um, if you go to our show notes, we will, we do have a form to help you work through what type of business works for you. Because like we said, there's multitude of businesses um, and not everybody has the same vision or driven or, or is driven differently or different goals. Um, and people want to show up differently. So go through that form and help work through that to help you be able to figure out what works best um, for you. And also, like I said, connect with Shelly on here. But um, you guys, thank you, Shelly, so much for being a guest with us today. I thought it was fantastic. We, I loved hearing your knowledge and I'm so grateful that you were here. Thank you, Katie, for having me. And thank you for, you know, giving this platform platform for, you know, hearing how people overcome things and it's, it's, I'm grateful to be here. So thanks for having me. Absolutely. You guys, thank you so much for saying that. I, I, that's my mission and my goal for this. So I'm hoping that it's working. Um, you guys, so until next week, we will see you, but until then have a fantastic rest of your day. Go crush this week. You guys don't settle and don't compromise, like go after your goals. And, um, we will see you next week for another episode. Bye.